Good morning, this is Christine DiGiacomo, and we continue looking at what life was like in the couple days following Jesus' resurrection. I've entitled this, Perfect Then. Why didn't they recognize Jesus immediately? Bearing in mind that just days before, he had been mercilessly flogged by Roman soldiers, a crown of jagged thorns pressed down into his scalp, and then crucified. Let's take a look at his post-resurrection appearances for some clues. While they were still talking about this, that is, the appearance on the road to Emmaus, Jesus himself stood among them and said to them, Peace be with you. They were startled and frightened, thinking they saw a ghost. He said to them, Why are you troubled, and why do doubts rise in your minds? Look at my hands and my feet. It is I, myself. A ghost does not have flesh and bones, as you see I have. When he had said this, he showed him his hands and feet. And while they still did not believe it because of joy and amazement, he asked them, Do you have anything to hear to eat? They gave him a piece of broiled fish, and he took it and ate it in their presence. That's from Luke 24. And now a short passage from John 20. A week later, his disciples were in the house again, and Thomas was with them. Though the doors were locked, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here. See my hands. Reach out your hand and put it into my side. Stop doubting and believe. Thomas said to him, My Lord and my God. And that was from John chapter 20. What do we know from these snapshots, as well as his appearance to Mary at the tomb and on the road to Emmaus? Jesus walked, talked, and ate with them and had the wounds from the cross. His appearance was somehow different because his own men didn't readily recognize him. He had the ability to just appear through a closed, locked door and beside them on the road. Hmm, okay, so no doubt Jesus had on fresh clothing. It did not look like they had last seen him. No dried blood, sweat, tears, or mud. Probably no evidence on his back from the scourging. And yet, the deep wounds remained in his feet, hands, and side. It is at once interesting and also so confusing. But there is more here for us than just learning about Jesus' post-resurrection body. In 1 Corinthians 15, Paul describes what we will look like in heaven. In verse 49, he says that we will have a body like Jesus' resurrected body. In Philippians, Paul says that Jesus himself will transform our lowly body that it may be conformed to his glorious body. We will have our identities, that is, others will recognize us, but our bodies will no longer be susceptible to death or decay, which means their effects will no longer be seen in us either, that is, deformities, paralysis, wrinkles, etc. This is thrilling. In heaven, with a glorified body, the quadriplegic will run the high hurdles. The Down syndrome youngster will be able to track with his normal older brother. The body crippled by multiple sclerosis will dance. The cancer-ridden body will be whole. The blind will see the rainbow and the majestic hummingbird. The deaf, who will of course no longer be deaf, will hear the song of the angels. There will be no physical limitations in our new heavenly bodies. Ah, I can only imagine. 
Now we see why Mary and the others didn't readily recognize Jesus. And we again see a link between his resurrection and the resurrection of believers. Jesus' physical body was renewed, and we will also be given perfected heavenly bodies. Indeed, there is so much hope wrapped up in the resurrection of our Lord. A lot to think about, a lot to be grateful for. If you'd like to see this in its entirety, you can go to pastorwoman.com, click on Morning Briefings, and again, the title is Perfect Then.